with Christian Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. Welcome to a brand new week. Christian Bodge for Harvey Dawn, Port Macquarie. And the, the packing's begun already, Christy. I've had a big weekend, pal. Are you going to say hello? Oh, hello. Well, <laughs> Good morning to you. <laughs> well, we've done that before we got on the air. I know, Let's but we need pre- to say, I need to say hello to the Mid-North Coast too. Oh, okay. Well, so, so, welcome. Go, so Happy yeah. Monday. Glad to be here. You're just straight away just, I don't care about anybody else. I'm just going to talk about me and my packing. Well, they say... You know, sometimes it's best to just sort of get into the show and I don't know who says that. In fact, I just said it. I don't think anyone else has said that. Right, well, let's just get into the show. I Uh, thought, you know, as the anchor, I'd just sort of say hello on behalf of the pair of us, get that out of the way. Either way, way, we don't get the response. You know what I mean? Like, no one calls in and says, oh, good morning. Uh, No, I know, but it's the (laughs) same as if if we get listeners on the the phone. Sometimes you just want to get straight into the conversation and they're like, oh, good morning. You didn't even say good morning. Okay, well... (laughs) Did you get your, your greetings and your pleasantries out? I did. Good. And do you want to talk about your packing? Well, was I talking about that? I forgot my train of you thought You did. Now. You said, I was started packing on the weekend. Yeah. It was great. We both enjoyed it. Well, there's nothing else to do, was there? Because no. it was raining. No, we, we were packing to move because we're moving this Friday. So Friday after the show, I will be racing out of here to pick up the keys to our new little hovel that we'll be living in. And um, this week's going to be huge. We're going to attempt something um, pretty incredible. Oh. Yeah, that's what, right. What, like what? Well, I'll tell you in a moment. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christy and Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Now, I told you, Christy, that we were um, moving shortly, my girlfriend and I, into our new place. Your first home together. Well, I mean, it sounds romantic, but then just dial it back a little bit because we're not buying the house, we're renting it because we're still poor. It doesn't matter. It's still the point that you haven't lived on your own together and now you are Mm. without housemates. Mm. It's a big step in a relationship and sometimes it's scary because I know when I first moved in with Michael, uh, we agreed we didn't want to live together on our own without housemates, because we'd only uh, been together for three months. Like a, quite, you need a buffer. <laughs> quite soon, and yeah. we couldn't find a housemate straight away, because uh, we feared that what if we didn't work? You kind of need that other person there as the mediator, and the housemates do kind of double as that. L- let's not pretend there's no fiscal element to it. You know that if one of you walks out of the relationship and leaves the house, you need someone else there to help you pay the rent. <laughs> yeah. But the issue was was that we couldn't find a housemate straight away, yep. and uh, then we got used to being on our and it ended up being about six months before we got the right person to move in with us. By the time they moved in, we were like happy, content, loved up. We're oh, like, oh, no. we don't want this housemate. So then we kind of exactly. like pushed them out. Really? <laughs> did you d- forget just, my just, story? I want to hear no. about this. No, no, no. We just so, did ha- things so that we made them feel uncomfortable and they didn't want to be there. Oh, you surprised me that you're a couple of assholes around the house. <laughs> like, you don't even let Michael put his keys on the, the bench top. Oh, you, the housemate you... couldn't do that either. No. He had his own little zone and that was in the room and that's it. And then he had his own lounge room and he wasn't allowed to venture anywhere else. That's we so made it very bad. clear it was our house. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but it happens. It, it's kind of like, because well, he came don't... on, he, he wasn't on the lease. He just was renting <laughs> off us. They have rights, okay? <laughs> sub, sub, uh, Letters, I think they're called, or you know, subtenants, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They have they have rights, mate. They oh, don't no. just you don't just put them in a room and go right. You can go there and you can go to the toilet and that's mm-hmm. it. Well, this is why uh, we now live on our own. We'll never yeah, have good. housemates again. I feel bad for that person. <laughs> 
Can I, can I have their contact details? I'd love to get in touch with them. Uh, I don't know where they are. In fact, the reu- I don't remember their name. In fact, a reunion might be quite nice on it. Yeah. <laughs> They'd live up north somewhere. That's a fun. The phone numbers, you can <laughs> Skype, you can do that so easily these I days. I don't even remember their name. That's you how could, terrible well, it was. Well, I reckon if we, we thought back hard enough, we could probably find out who it was. Maybe and Skype's so good these days that you could look directly at them <laughs> while you confronted them on air. Look, or vice versa, actually. And can we move on from my story? Can we just go to the, yeah. the moral of this was that you, you were now happily loved up and uh, moving into I mean, I thought girlfriend. yours was actually quite good and we should probably focus more on that because I think it says quite a lot about you and Michael and your personalities. But um, we did consider having a housemate because I'll actually be paying a little bit more um, a week than I am currently. So, um, but I think we'll be happier. We've got, we've done uh, the bulk of the shopping. Um, we went over to our sponsors over at Harvey's. So we, we went everywhere, but you know, um, we had a look there and we, we bought a few things and we're quite happy with that. And, um, I mean, it's all going to get delivered about an hour after we get the keys, hopefully. So, or from then on. What did you buy? I know you got a slow cooker. No, no, we got a slow cooker the other week, but, um, that was our first purchase, which I think was a good one. It was a nice six liter one. You know, it's, it's up there. It's not the biggest, but it's definitely not the smallest. I can fit a few shanks in there, which yeah. is good. Um, and a curry. Oh God, I can't wait to make my first curry in there. We bought, we bought a fridge. Uh, we bought a TV because um, my... You pro- have a projector. Yeah, but my projector in the... If you look at the house plan, and this is the thing with villas, right? Because they're quite thin and there's a lot of natural light in there because of the windows. The windows are those sort of irritating sort of thin horizontal ones that are oh. along the sort of roof. So there's no really no place to sit a projector, particularly in the daytime. So we had to get yeah. a TV for the... For the lounge room. Oh, it's all right. Project, that's projector could go into the bedroom. That's all that's where it belongs. <laughs> and then, yeah, we, we, we got a few other things as well. You wouldn't believe how expensive toasters and kettles are these days. Oh, I My know. My God. <laughs> I remember when it was 20 bucks, you get yourself a toaster, and now it's 100, 100 bucks for the most basic one. And that's everywhere. That's everywhere. And then if you want the fancy ones that have got like all the, the wooden knobs on it, all the, the pretty colors or designs, it's like, mm. yeah, chuck the, another 50 or 100 there bucks. There was. That. An old woman talking to another old woman, and we're talking, they were old. They were real old. And um, they were looking at the Smeg toasters. Oh, right? I love Smeg. Yeah, I'll bet. And there's the Smeg toasters, for anyone that doesn't know, Smeg's like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. Like, might as well be just, it's. It, I think they, they took the piss out of it with the name, first off, we know what smeg means. If you don't, Google it. I'm not going to say it. But they must have done that going, let's just make it look like everything else, but put in silver lettering, smeg. No. And then they're like, no, no. And then they're like oh, that's hilarious. Now jack the price up. <laughs> jack it up real hard. They are good quality. Even uh, smeg ovens. They yeah, are. No, they like, are. Not, not that I can afford are. to buy one. but no, Everyone you, just, no. I think, here's the thing. I think everyone just assumes it's good because of the price. I don't know anyone that owns any smeg ever uh, that mom. doesn't come naturally obviously and uh what <laughs> my mum we bought it for her for her birthday she's got a smeg jug and a smeg toaster and they're in good nick they last forever yeah good so does everything it's if you look quality. after it if you look after it everything does you get what you pay for but, uh, but in, in this old lady she just goes she goes the other one she goes 240 bucks that's pretty good and i'm, I'm looking at her i'm like <laughs> i just i just looked at her and she went Oh, am I in your way? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like two hundred and forty bucks. You'd pay that for a, for a toaster. She goes, 
oh yeah, but it's a four burner. I'm like, this one over there for about six, like 60, 70 bucks. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't go that brand. That's just disgusting. <laughs> wouldn't go anywhere near that one. I'll pay $500 for that toaster if I had to. I sat there and I just wept silently. Just wept. You couldn't even pay for the $60 one, could you? Couldn't even pay to put that on layaway as well. <laughs> the Mid-North Coast Gets Up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. We, we got stuck into your story about the um, about your housemate and how the poor thing had to deal with you and Michael trying to push him out from the get-go. You, you wanted one because of money reasons, and then all of a sudden you go, well, actually, we don't like you. We don't want to make you feel welcome. We're going to push you out. No, don't put words in my mouth. It wasn't that we didn't like him. He was actually a really decent guy. It was just mm. that we didn't have a housemate to start with in the first place because oh. it took a while to get one, and then we got used to being on our own. And anyone that lives as a couple on their own will know what it's like the minute you have somebody else living in your home you go, oh, this is not quite right. It's the same as when you move back in with your parents. Like um, all us adult kids, we all move back in with mum and now she's an empty nester because we're all out. And it's a different dynamic. It, it makes your relationship, um, you kind of have to test how you go because you've you got to do things privately. You know this, Bodge. I'm glad you have said that because the test is going to be this week. I told you that we've been packing and we were trying something out. Alicia and I have decided... God, as soon as I said that, I, I just, sorry, I had flashbacks of when mum and dad would sit me down to say they were splitting up. Oh, uh, <laughs> right, are you your, okay? Your mother and I have decided to spend some time <laughs> apart. <laughs> Don't say that. We can make it work. I'll do better. Okay. No, um, no, no, so it was about... It's a good story. No, it is a good story. So Alicia and I decided that we would try and spend the last week before we move in away from each other, like she'll stay at her house, what? I'll stay at mine. Similar to, I guess, when, when people, you know when people get married and they don't see each other, like, for the 24 hours beforehand? Well, it doesn't, that's a traditional thing. You don't have to. It might just be the night before. Oh, I know that. But it's not a full 24 I, hours. I thought, and um, and she sort of echoed this, that before we're 24-7 with each other, and we've spent <laughs> a lot of time, in fact, most nights we will spend together anyway. Mm. Um, it, we decided that it was probably a good thing to do to enjoy what was left of our, you know, freedom beforehand. Like, I love an empty bed sometimes. Yeah, everyone knows that there is some kind of, um, there's some sort of uh, thing that washes over you and you just feel relaxed when there's, you can just roll over and you outstretch your arms and your legs and there's no one else there taking up three quarters of the bed. And, you do um, realise you have like a two or three bedroom house and there is going to be another bed in there that you can just go and sleep in if, you, if yeah, you're kind well, we of missing that? We ain't got one of them yet. But I, it's also a case of sometimes I like to be alone, like around the it's, house. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. But I, I think you've gone to a little bit too extreme to do it no. for this week. Like it's almost like you, you're asking for a hall pass. It's like before we commit. Before we be together forever, I want to do this. I want to do this. I yeah. want to do this. I don't think that's What's bad next? Thing. Are you saying, can I just just go and hang out with this this chick, or can I go and do this? Like, are you is that what you're seeking? No. Well, I mean, now that you say that, I mean, I might consider. No, it's not that at all. No, of course it's not. No, it's one of the. It's, I think it's just an opportunity to. Um, have a break beforehand because it will feel newer. It's well, like, you hang on. You use the words break. Now I'm actually fearful of the fact that are you even contacting each no, other? No, it's not like. That are you at contacting all? each other? Oh, don't even. Do you remember no, when? No, but seriously, are you going to going to have a phone call conversation? Are you texting? Well, she's each got other? We, no. She's got Wednesday off, so we'll probably see each other Wednesday. Okay. 
and that'll be it. And then we'll just see how each other are going. But she's working all week anyway. So I'm going to just make sure that I've got something nice in the slow cooker on Friday when she gets home from work because she'll be walking into the house for the first time when I've already kind of um, moved multiple things. So um, I'll make sure I've got something in the slow cooker and then it'll be like a big celebratory sort of dinner, bottle of wine. We'll have her dog back because she hasn't seen her dog properly in ages. Why are you laughing? Because the way that you're plotting this little story and how you're going to do it, I'm just picturing you down on one knee as well and you're that committed that you're just going to pop the question as well while you're at it. That's how far-fetched this story seems. You know what? I'd be be annoyed at you if it wasn't for the fact that the listeners of this show are exactly the same. They literally, they come up to me and they go, you're so loved up, Bod. (laughs) Ah, you're so loved up. Look at you standing next to it. I'm like, all right, well... Just like every other normal person, <laughs> except now I'm not lonely and single anymore. I, you know, I've got a degree of happiness, and they expect me to. Say, oh, you're so happy now. I was like, well, no, I'm not. I just have someone that doesn't irritate me all the time. No, because they just know what's going to happen. Come Friday, you're going to be documenting everything, and then you're going to be sitting there going, "Oh, Alicia gave me the best reaction ever." She's mm. like, "Oh." Do you know anyone that sells rings, by the way? Oh yeah, of course. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. We are doing pretty good in New South Wales with not having to um, have that whole mandatory wear a mask. Although I have seen some local places making some fabric masks, which are pretty cool and decent. And some of the um, money goes towards helping these volunteers uh, make these things and make other bits and pieces for oh, the community. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, and there's some really cool designs. Just a little bit of a plug here for some of the community places that are doing good things. But um, you know that, obviously, in Victoria, they've got to wear masks. And over the weekend, there was a viral video doing the rounds of a woman, a mask hole, we're calling it. Not that's just what a, lot of people a mask hole. <laughs> a mask you hole. mask Walking hole. into Bunnings without her mask on and... Uh, and didn't she give it to some of the uh, staff there? I'm just asking if you've got a mask. Well, it's clear I don't. Well, and you are not authorised. Ask me or question me about it. Would you like to speak to the manager? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never heard such a Karen in all my I life. If her you... name is not Karen, my name <laughs> is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But she already started filming before she even walked in, knowing she too knew. well that she was going to yeah. get bailed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, apparently there's more. You've got, like, other bits of audio here. What am I going to hear next? Is, oh, well, is she, she gives it to... Again? She goes over to the managers and talks to them, and then yeah, it ends up being course. this big argument about that, that she's breaching, obviously, the entry into Bunnings about... Because it's their policy. You mm. have to wear a mask in order to come into the store. Right. And then the manager does ask her to stop recording, and she says this. If you guys aren't wearing a mask. I actually don't need a medical certificate if you refer you to the DH. No, I'm allowed to do this. That's and you're discriminating against me. We're all just trying to all be in this together. Oh, all in what together? I actually don't. And you're not authorised by the Australian government to even question me about it. It's a condition of entry of our stores. Mm-hmm. Then that's discrimination and I can have you sued no. personally for discriminating against me as a woman. No, that's as not true at all. a woman. I, I, I can tell you right now, as someone that was a duty manager of, uh, of a pub, which isn't even a big deal, but like I know for a fact that uh, management have the right to refuse entry is one of the things that you can just pull out of a hat whenever you want. Yeah, well, you know, management have the right to refuse entry off yeah. your toddle. Well, for about five minutes, they end up um, having... It's not, It's a really um, calm 
uh, argument, I'd say, because yeah. none of them really raise their voices and they just keep saying the same thing over and over again. Their staff dealt with it very well and in the end, they let her wander the shop, her mm. and her friend, without wearing a mask, which I don't... Like, make it safe for everybody else. Everyone's following the rules and, and it's yeah. not like they're just setting it up for... Can I ask you a question, right? What? Regardless of whether or not you think your freedoms are being infringed upon, right? Yeah. If I, if you had to wear a mask, right, and you knew that all you were doing was making sure that you don't catch or someone else don't mm-hmm. catch or whatever else, it, is it harming you? I mean, you're still, you're still able to breathe, right? And you can take it off a little bit when you want to have a little breathe if you need fresh air and all that sort of stuff. It's not like it's clasped to you for good. No, it's the fact that, and some people do have issues where it it could, um, uh, they've got sensitive skin so they can get rashes and stuff like that. People are claustrophobic, so I can understand that. But that's what the the staff member at Bunnings had said, was if you've got a medical certificate as to why you can't wear a mask, then you've got to present that. Well, see, I've got a deviated septum. So I breathe out of my mouth all the time anyway. And that's hard. Like, you wouldn't know it, but I breathe... When I'm sleeping, I breathe out of my mouth. So yeah. I can't breathe through my nose, particularly if I'm on my back. I will wake up. I can't sleep. Uh, it's like being choked. Um, so I probably would struggle a little bit mm. because if you're breathing with your mouth and you've got that material coming back at you, the, the air is already not good. It gets filtered through your nose in a different way to, mm. to mouth breathing. But um, it's just it would just be, it would be terrible probably. But, yeah. you know, I would suck it up. Yeah, you'd suck, it, suck up. it up. But see, this is not the thing that I'm worried about with this woman that went into Bunnings not wearing a mask. It's the mm. fact that she kept arguing with the staff saying, I can film you. They requested for her to stop recording. Oh. And she's like, no, it's unlawful. You can't ask me to do this. Yeah, so like, like, she goes on, obviously. Yeah, she does and go on. the Australian on. federal court, Supreme Court, has actually said oh. that even the police have no right to ask for anybody to stop recording in a public place. This is a public place. That means I can record anything and everything that I want to, despite your request for me not to, because that's not lawful. Yeah, well, I think if you're on... It, I don't know if it counts as public property. I think if you're in a Bunnings, it's a privately owned uh, business, surely. Well, I don't know. It is a public setting. That's, I might be that's wrong. the thing. So I, I just did some Googling. The law in New South Wales is clean, clear on filming. And in fact, in Australia, you can film whatever you like in a public place, provided you do not enter a private property. And, 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 and buildings are classed as, uh, so this extends to recording buildings, sites, and even people. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you do? I mean, well, what about that other person's rights to not be filmed if they say they don't want to be filmed? Well, no, this is what it states. Currently in Australia, I guess there is ca- no law that prohibits yeah. you from filming in public places without asking permission, per- permission, and that extends to recording buildings, sites, and even people. Right, well. Without permission. And and this goes to you. with your, you, I've seen you on Instagram mm. posting vision of poker machines. You're not meant to record poker machines. But maybe you're allowed what do you mean? to. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you worked in hospitality. You should no, I didn't know, know that. No, I no, want everyone to see guards, when I win. Security. No, you're not meant to. Have you not been bailed up by a security guard before? No. So if you get your phone out. Yeah. Yeah. If you get your phone out, they'll say, can you please put your phone away? Ball you go, why? Dust. I'm not recording anything. No, Ball but just in case you can. And dust. then you're not meant to film. If a security guard come up to me while I'm having a poke, while I'm sending a few angry emails on the tradies laptop and said, put your phone away, I would tell him in no uncertain terms, or her, to go and shove it. And then I would say, I'm playing where's the gold, do not make me move. 
Do not make me move. Well, you're I'm not going to. I'm going to get the feature pokies. soon, pal. <laughs> Stop filming the pokies, boys. You're going to get caught. Then, you're going to get booted out. And then what I'll do is I'll pull out the grand, the grand one, the big one. This is the one that people. I'm paying your wages. I'm paying them. I put seven hundred through here or something like that. You know, just it doesn't even have to be accurate. You just got to throw it out there. Is that where all your money goes? No, no. I put ten in, and that's it. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't want to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christy and Barge on Hit FM. Christy, uh, last week obviously we played a, a game of Little Bits. Little Bits. And we're playing that again today. And uh, the theme that's going through, we had a lot of people saying that they enjoyed the uh, the masked singer version of it. Now that returns soon to telly. And um, what, what we do is we find um, artists that are actors or celebrities that can sing. And yes. then you've got to try and pick yes. that celebrity. And are we doing that again? We are doing that again, but um, the thing is, is that I've only got uh, one here at the moment because, uh, for whatever reason, the computer's decided to. Doesn't matter. Let's <laughs> do this one. one shot. Do you know what? I, this is a good opportunity for me, all right, to to try something out. So this is the first one. When I speak my mind, did I say the right word? Now, that's a very tough one because you've only got a small amount of audio, right? But I, I, I can give you hints for this one person only, all right? I feel like, judging by what you like, could it be someone that plays Doctor Who? No, it's not. It's not. Damn it. <laughs> no, I'll give you hints, right? Yeah. So this guy, um, he lived through, you know how, you know, each sort of um, season, uh, like, you know, summer, winter, yeah. autumn, um Winter. Did I say winter well, already? Yeah. Whatever. Spring. Is that all we've Anyway, got? it doesn't matter. Anyway, you know how they last for about, what, three months? How many days in three months? What, 90, 90 years? Where are you going uh, with this? This guy had 500 days of um, of one of these months. I think it was summer, right? So that's your first clue, right? <laughs> he was also, right, the yeah. oldest alien on Third Rock from the Sun. Oh. Oh. The oldest one, the eldest uh, might not no, look, that doesn't sound like might him, Might not have looked like it, though. Oh. Might have looked quite young in the oh, show. Oh, it's the... Uh, I don't know his name. <laughs> I can see what he looks like. Mm. He's a brunette. He, do you know, some, some, yeah, some people he's have... He's not Shia LaBeouf. No, yeah, no, uh, no, not. He's not, uh, no, it's not that. He, he has been um, said to be very similar in looks to Heath Ledger. No, he doesn't. He certainly does. Yeah, does if you look, look if like you look at him either. as an adult and forget about what he looks like as a kid, absolutely, he's got a hyphenated last name. Now, um, his first name is very similar to a Bible story bloke who had a, a Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> also, uh, Jesus's stepdad was called this as well. There you go. There's a couple of Bible ones in there for you because Sunday this was is yesterday. Not helping me. I'm trying. This is not, All right. What's, oh, um, oh. Yeah. See, now I keep going My, back I've to got a housemate back. with the, the... Hang on, that's a different name. Damn it. It's a different J name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I trying think, so I think hard. You've, you've, you've thrown me way too it many... It is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he was in 500 Days of Summer, and he was in Third Rock from the Sun as well. He was Tommy, and he was the eldest, and he's, you know... I forget what else he's been in. Yeah, I knew, I knew that. I had to check that that was exactly now, his name to see what he looked now like, tell me, he's the guy from Third Rock from tell the Sun, me, the young fella. Do you think he looks like a, um, a, a a sort of, he could be Heath Ledger's brother? Now the photo that I've just searched for and the angle that he's sitting in, yep. yes. It's the cheeks, it's the little dimples. It's the little eyes. It's the smile, yeah. That's yeah. right. 
Yeah. At first glance, no. If you had a few drinks, I reckon you could like call him Heath like under your breath. If he grew and, like, his you hair and it. had the the beautiful baby curls, then I'd be like, yeah, that's yeah. Heath. So you wouldn't go for, you wouldn't go for him as like an Audi Heath. <laughs> I would go for him as an Audi Heath for sure. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Tell you what, Christy, I'm I'm glad that Ninja Warrior is back because um, I, I like putting uh, my faith and my hope and my good vibes into people on the telly screen when they're trying to overcome obstacles and you know they've all got their different reasons for wanting to do it and yeah. I just enjoyed seeing it back. It was a lot of fun. Well, I just uh, enjoy watching them and then envy the fitness that they have because I just go, gosh, I wish I could do something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm finding this season is ultimately all upper body strength and there's not a lot that got through last night. At the moment it is. But well, yeah. You, you know, they used to do that one where you sort of, you put your legs out and you sort of climb up the sort of oh, chimney looking thing. So which th- doesn't just hurt your legs, it hurts yeah. your groin so, area too. <laughs> so this was just the heats. This yeah. was just the heats. And we've got uh, we've got Steve Taylor Maiden on the line with us this morning. He smashed it last night. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How you going? Good morning. All right. How how did you feel watching that back after last night? Did your muscles ache? I reckon I was more nervous watching it back than uh, than I was doing the course. To be honest. Oh, well, see, the thing is, is you've you've not done it before, have you? No, nah, this is the first time. That's right. Uh, so um, you did yeah. you did a lot better than some of the seasoned athletes. So some of the people that have come back to the show have done some yeah. of those already before. I mean, you might have done a few in your, your shed or wherever else, but to do it in front of all those yeah. people and the time of the day that they do it. I mean, what were yeah, the di- what were the differences for you? Um, I think I just uh, worked on my mental game really well. So, right. um, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time in my head, as a, as a lot of us do, and uh, I just worked on uh, that just as much as my muscles, I suppose. Do you think, though, because you did say in the opening piece where they get to know you uh, that you were doing it for your daughter, Eve, do you think because you wanted her to feel proud for you that that helped you uh, a lot better too? Oh, absolutely. Having her uh, and my wife on the sideline was, was great. You know, um, yeah, being able to interact with, with both of those guys on, on, on the course was getting me through every, every one. Now, so, I, yeah. I, I like the Curious George T-shirts, by the way, all the little monkeys and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. That theme <laughs> is... I, I can identify with that, and I think a lot of other blokes... I, I've, I've got a bit of a beard going on. I've shaved it down a little bit, but yeah. I'm hairy everywhere, Steve, so I totally yeah. get around the monkey stuff. Um but yep. what I liked was that you do involve the kids around the house, particularly with the, the, the working out, staying fit, and the ninja-related stuff. I've got a little niece who um, who loves Ninja Warrior, and she does stuff around the garden. The kids do get yep. around it. Are you looking forward to seeing her tackle it one day as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, she comes out with us, and uh, I mean, she's probably half the reason I do get out to all the playgrounds and and stuff. So, yeah, getting out there with the kids is right up there with the most important stuff of the day. Yeah. Is, yeah. She, is, she, is she, like, a proficient at one uh, obstacle in particular? Uh, she's a pretty good all-rounder. Um, you know, she'll smash out a bunch of uh, pull-ups, and um, she loves her push-ups, actually. She has a really, really, really good push-up. So, wow. 
Yeah, it's good. I feel though kids are a lot more nimble and, and you're quite mm, a fit mm. and, and not a heavy bloke because you, you see these guys that go on there and they're really muscular and, and they seem to have just the, the mirror muscles, which is just all show, but they just don't have the agility to do the course. Do you find that because you are such a more slender, fitter bloke um, that you're a bit like a kid, you're a bit more nimble to get across that whole course? I like to think, yeah, I've never grown up. So, yeah, being <laughs> being lightweight and stuff, I think definitely helps. Well, with um, the, but, yeah, power to weight ratio. I, I, um, I did yeah. get a little bit weak when I saw you get to the cargo net. When you're down the bottom of the cargo net, I was kind of like, oh, God, he's Feet he's are touching the water yeah, and it's well, almost going to well, fall nearly, in. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was looking at it going, oh, God, he's, he's done. He's done. And um, yeah. But then you got back up. But the big one, and Christy and I were talking about this, is that what's that new one called? The doorknob drop. Oh, my God, fathers. Yeah. Oh, the shoulders. Now, oh. What do you yeah. do now that you've done it? What's the process? Because obviously they move downwards and you've got to try and support yourself and sort of lock the elbows in. What, what do you actually do to get past that? Yeah, so you, you sort of hold yourself in what's called lock-off. So your elbows are at like a 90 degree. Um, and as it drops, that's like the suspension. So you don't, if your arms are straight, you're going to feel all of that, uh, that drop. But because your elbows are bent, you sort of use that, like I said, as a suspension so you can take that. Um, but yeah, you've got to be able to hold yourself in that lock off position. Mm. Um, you know, for a decent amount of time. So. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, um, it looked like you were holding yourself just above where your elbows were though. Is that about right? Yeah. 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 So is it a more painful on the shoulders, that doorknob one? Because I know holding a, a doorknob with the hands would be quite tight. Or is it harder on your hands? Because you just think the strength in your hands of having something so small and that's all you've got to grip on. Um, I, I suppose my hands were probably perfect size for those doorknobs, but there are a few guys that we were chatting to that uh, found them very hard with, with a bigger hand. Oh. Um, so, yeah, they would. Uh, the bigger hands found them... Kind of bit bit hard to hold. I look, uh, whereas I, I yeah, I totally I get it. <laughs> I, I know all about having. I, see, I'm lucky. God gifted me with small hands, so a, a small knob yep. feels a lot bigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, look, you know what, it's, it's, uh, Christy? Come on now. Let's be serious. Let's be professional. Here. Well, let's be serious and uh, yeah. congratulate Steve for for being what the second serious? ninja. <laughs> the second ninja across the course. Well done. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. That's very proud. Now, so where does it go from here? Because obviously, um, there's there's the the heats, and then to make yeah. it to the grand final, what's the next stage, Steve? Where are we? Like, we want to cheer so, you on. Yeah, I think they call it the semis. So we're into the semis now, and um, all the obstacles step up a little bit and mm. get tougher, and uh, yeah, sort of. Things get a little bit more serious. Yeah, this is true. All right. Well, we'll watch with interest. Yeah. And um, thank you so much for taking time out this morning. Um, are you still oh, in? Thanks for having me. Are you still in Victoria? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how's so, it all going there for you? Doing all right? Lock. Yeah. Lockdown is in full force. Mm. Um, yeah. Shout out to all those people struggling with their mental issues at the moment. Yeah. Uh, true. It's it's pretty tough out there. So reach out if you need. Good yeah. man, good man. All right, Steve, you take it easy, mate, and we look forward to seeing you progress through the show, all right? Likewise. Thank you very much. Too easy. And it, it returns again uh, tonight, Christy. I look forward to seeing more of our monkey Steve doing oh, more of those I monkey dances. And do, you, and do you know what? I loved seeing in the crowd.
um, like, you know, people were getting involved in the monkey chants, except for when he needed to really concentrate. Yeah. And then they're, they're doing the underarm things as well. And I was just like, I was looking at the T-shirts going, you know what, you could make your own merch. How good would that be? That'd be so cool. In any case, um, it does return tonight. Everyone's been looking forward to it. There's a, a, a lot of great uh, former uh, athletes to return. A couple of them have gotten in touch as well, Christy, so hopefully we'll chat to them at some stage as well. Fingers crossed. That's right. And uh, we got, oh, jeez, we're going to get Lee Jolloway, our newsreader, in next to talk about something that happened locally. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. It is going to be huge. Something happened over the weekend that shocked the pair of us. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. With our newsreader, Lee Jollo, joining us this morning. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, everyone on the Mid-North Coast. Beautiful uh, morning coming up. It is, but it's a sad reality that there's been some things that happened over the weekend locally on the Mid-North Coast that are absolutely terrible. When Bodge mm. and I um, saw this, we, we both uh, texted each other going, can you believe it when it involves mm. a police dog and, and someone allegedly punching a dog? You just go, why? Why do you have to do something like that? Like, Well, I, for, see, I know why they tried to do it, because they thought they'd get away, but they're bloody big dogs. So... I mean, like Ashley here at the station's got one of those dogs. A German Shepherd. German yeah. Shepherd. They get big. He's, Zanzibar's strong, and he's not trained. You know what I mean? If one was trained, I mean, you're done. I can't believe they even got a punch in, to be honest. No, yep. but the thing is, and this is, and Lee, you'll be able to shed some more light on this, is that it, it doesn't seem like the dog went in there to attack. The dog was investigating. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's what happened. Um, in Kempsey, uh, police were called to a property after... Uh, reports of domestic violence mm. um, in West Kempsey. Uh, so police uh, attended, commenced their investigations. Mm. Uh, police indeed brought in this police dog named Mona. After a short search, Mona gave an indication to her handler that there was someone underneath the house. Who's she's hiding. Yeah, exactly. So there's someone hiding under the house. Uh, Mona, as she's called, um, went under the house to investigate. Um, and this is where the police say that um, the man allegedly punched her, causing the dog to reel backwards. It's further alleged that when she went back to the man, he grabbed her by the throat, pinning oh. her to the ground. So I, ne- um, I nearly said the C word then. Sorry, that, mm. that, that's just in my normal vocabulary off air. Pretty I shouldn't amazing, tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, um, look, I don't like any violence towards animals. No. And if the dog wasn't... I, look, I, I can see if you were shocked by an animal coming to attack uh, you yeah. and you were in the right why you might defend yourself yeah. a bit. Um but, but in this case, she was not attacking. She was doing what she was there to do, which was find him and point it out to her yep. hand. Yeah, he was clearly hiding. Yep. Yeah, and the man was fortunately eventually placed under arrest. Um, policeman obviously went under there to sort of help out the dog handler. Yeah. Um, it's alleged that um, the, the the man attacked police as well. Gosh. A punch missed the police officer. So yeah. um, that man was arrested, the 46-year-old. Mm. And um, he's obviously now going through the court process and mm. um, set to face court. Um, today, I believe. Yep. Well, that, yeah, right. that, that's disgusting. That's yeah, it oh, is good on it. Good. I'm glad that the justice is being served. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens? And we, we'll, I guess, we'll find out if um, little uh, Mona, she's not little though, German Shepherd, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful Mona, is doing okay. Yeah, as hopefully well. she's okay. Yeah, yeah no word. No, and then in terms of uh, what else is happening around the Mid-North Coast, we've had some social distancing breaches. Because, you know, when you go mm. to a pub, right, it's the whole new norm now. Like, you, you, you take quite a time to get through the doors. Like, I've, I go to my local pub every every Thursday, and uh, you notice that you've got to sit there and wait, and they do the little um, temperature checks. And the mm. first questions they ask you is, 
Have you been in contact with a Victorian in the past 14 days? Oh, Lee, Lee <laughs> Even Jollo's though he's a Victorian-born, Victorian he's not well. from Victoria. <laughs> and they ask all these questions. And, and they, they've got to do it. They've got those social distancing marshals as well. Yeah. But there's been some breaches along the Mid-North Coast in terms of them not adhering to those rules. Yeah, so, so I'll go through this for, for you because it is very difficult, um, of course, to, to maintain social distancing. But um, it's got to be done just in the interests of safety. So Mid-North Coast dis- Police District have conducted nine audits of hospitality venues across the um, local government area, so the Port Hastings Council. Um, they've, as a result of that, issued three separate infringement notices to venues allegedly caught breaching the public health orders. Mm. Um, so one licensee of a venue on Rollins Plains Road, Telegraph Point. Um, Which pretty much Read into that what away. you will, yeah. but um, <laughs> obviously can't officially say what it mm-hmm. is. Well, they might as well. Yeah, mm. so that's, that's one that's... Uh, was um, issued an infringement notice. Uh, two other food restaurants, one on Clarence Street and one on William Street, were also issued a $1,000 infringement notice after they were also caught allegedly not complying with a noticed direction. Right, now, and that was in Port Macquarie. Gosh. Here's the thing, right, and this is what I just want to, because I don't know. I wonder whether or not it's just the difficulty of trying to make sure people are doing it or whether it was because they didn't have um, certain things in place that they should have done. Mm. And I want to give them the benefit of the doubt until I know different and think that because when I go out to places, you've got these social distancing people who who are now, yeah, these people that are now employed in that role. And it's a tough gig. It is a tough gig. You might as well be a, um, a parking inspector. Mm. You know what I mean? Like people, do not want to be told to move away from their friends. So it is a really tough gig. You can tell people all you want. Um, I was at a venue recently where um, I was told I had to sit down while playing, you know, yeah, yeah. the slots. So and I was like, all right, well, that's fine. I, I had no idea. And they said, oh, it's just the new rules. And I'm like, yeah, it's You fine. can't stand up. I complied straight away. It's not yeah. a big deal. I was but, like, yeah, I'll get a chair. I'm more comfortable anyway. And this <laughs> yeah. is the thing that I don't understand is, right, so say you and, say the three of us are at the pub, right? And we're standing what, together? there. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, I don't know about you, but Christy never invites me out on a social drink. <laughs> just, just, just hear me out. The three of us were at the pub and we're standing there nearby the bar and just mingling and we're not ordering anything. Mm. We will then get told to sit mm. down. That's right. What's the difference between us three standing there than us three sitting down. I think because they've taken some of the chairs and tables out, it's easier for them to count heads if people are seated. Yeah, that's, my, that's, that's my own. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just gauging. Yeah, and um, I think if you're sitting down, you're sort of not in, as inclined to move around as much. And not and get sort as of close to each it. other. Yeah, and, mm. yeah I, I think that's sort of the thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, but, do you know what? You say the new norm, Christy. I'm hoping this is just something that happens over the course of this year and then 2021 we go back to similar well lee i feel for him because the experts have come out with their uh projection that perhaps maybe people from victoria could be in lockdown for two years so you may not be seeing your family ever again in two years lee. <laughs> Ever again, another couple of years oh yeah look that's that's obviously doomsday is saying that and i mean it could well be you could see it being that long for him to get on top of it mm. um the prime minister scott morrison said we uh, want to control it rather than eradicate it I want to eradicate it. We've pretty much eradicated it in states like South Australia, Western Australia, Northern Territory, so mm. why can't we do it everywhere? Mm, this um, is true. Let's oh. push for it to be completely eradicated, and then we can go back to normal. If it takes two years, as far as I'm concerned, so be it. But if they are pushing for that eradication and locking down everywhere, I reckon they can do it a lot quicker than that, personally. But um, that's just one Lee's a man of, of action, Christine. He's a man <laughs> of action. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christine.
Christy and Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. You put something up on our Facebook page yesterday that sparked a little bit of debate at my house and um, I had to I had to answer for something that you posted. And I thought, well, hang on, no, I didn't say that. I didn't uh, say that. No. I didn't say it. Yes, look, the, the thing was that I said it's basically cheating when your other half eats your fave food without you. And it is. Yes, it is food, cheating. Food cheating is a thing. It you is say. a thing because, well, you know what? Last week I kicked up a stink when Michael went and got Krispy Kremes. That's true. And you didn't did. give yeah. me any. Which, by the way, I never revealed this to you, Bodge, that I thought, giving the benefit of the doubt, he'll actually save me some because he got two uh, dozen. Uh, boxes of Krispy Kremes. I rocked up to his work, right, because he left it for him and his workmates. I rocked up there and I saw the boxes on the desk. I'm like, oh, awesome. Opened it, thinking there'd be one there, all gone. Now, the, the funny thing about this is, is that I went to the shops at Innes Lake and I passed you on my way back and before I passed your little table where you have a, a meet and greet with your little sister, big sister, big sister, little sister? No, little sister. She's the younger Well, she's younger bigger at the moment. She's <laughs> pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> nice, Bodge. As I was walking past, as I was walking past, I looked into the bakery because apparently they had some Krispy Kreme. I know, for like an hour window and only. I, I was looking in there. I was like, oh, if there's some in there, I'll drop some off to you and I was going to surprise you. And then I see you there and whatever else. And you go, no, nah, that's all right. Michael's going to save me some. I was like, oh, I won't get you yeah. any then. I thought he would. Turns out he didn't, so I probably should have taken up your offer. Well, there were 27 a box, so... <laughs> but no, this is the thing, and, 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 and that's my blanket rule for when it comes to me. If he gets Krispy Kremes without me, he's going to be in the doghouse, just like if he has butter chicken without me or if he has gelato. But yeah. I reckon it's far worse what rules he has in place than I. Like, if I went and got a sneaky uh, run through drive through at KFC yeah. and got some, like, Wicked Wings or popcorn He'd chicken... Up a oh, my God. Gosh, he'd be so upset. Oh. Mexican or sushi. Okay, so basically any good food. Yeah, any you know, good he food. Like, he'd be like, say if I went and got Vietnamese, oh, I'd be the worst person on earth. Well, see, this is the discussion we had because you put it, and I, I want to get it right. I want to get the actual quote. I'll, I'll, um, I know what the quote was. I said that Christy won't let Michael eat Krispy Kremes without her. Right. And Bodge won't let Alicia sneak a barn me without him. And you love barn me. I know you love Vietnamese. Yeah, hold on a second. I love all food. People of this show know that I will eat anything that's put in front of me. I don't discriminate, Christy. I don't, and it's disgusting of you to assume as much. Now, when Alicia and I had the discussion, she said, would you get angry if I had that for lunch or something? I was like, Babe, oh, so I would never do that. <laughs> I said oh, to, no, I so said, I started a relationship. I, no, you didn't. I, I said to her, I said, the moment that I put um, those kind of restrictions on you is the moment that I, uh, I don't respect you anymore. I said, if you feel like eating... You eat whatever the hell makes you happy, baby. I was like, you do whatever you want. Did you just say baby? Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> like, you want to do that? You do it. You want to eat a bar me? You want to go and have some pho? We love pho. Um, you want to eat whatever you want? You want a deep fried Mars bar? You eat 10 of them. You do it. And I'm if gonna... I'm not there, I miss out. You tell me how good it was. I'm just going to message. Couldn't. I don't care. I'm just going to message Alicia and tell her to go and get some bar me today for lunch well, for her and I. Um, now, if, well, she, if would, she, brought... she wouldn't because I don't think she likes you very much. That shock you, did it? Probably shouldn't have said that on the air. She's right. like, she's like oh, a bit stuck up. What? That's all lies. Now you're just no, uh, pulling no, the leg. No, no. Stuck up. She doesn't like you. She said, yep. yeah. So, a bit awkward now, isn't it? A bit awkward. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. Right. 
I was lying. She didn't say that about you at all. You honestly saying? Yeah. I don't believe you now. No, she didn't say it. Why would she say it? Well, it, you would have laughed Think at about it. it. It's something I would say, not her. Of course she would She's a say. lovely She's, girl. I and that's know. what I don't understand. It's <laughs> a that. poor joke, yeah. Watch. No, it's yeah. a poor joke because well, all, all I simply said was that I was going to message Alicia, which I'm about to right now, and say, go and get bodged. Do you even have, so, you don't even have a number or no, a Facebook or whatever. I can hit whatever. her up on Facebook. You yeah. can message anyone on Facebook yeah, but, via Messenger. Yeah. Stop trying to argue the point here. You I know, was just uh, going to say, because you were saying that it's fine, you can eat whatever you want, baby, and I was going to message her and say, I know how much he likes barmi, and she would know how much you like Vietnamese too, being the girlfriend, well, uh, that I wanted to simply say to her, go and get some barmi. See, the thing is... And upset him, because you'd be so jealous. You can't tell me that you would sit there mm. and know that she's had a, a barmi, this a is, Vietnamese pork roll. This is the thing, Christy. Like, How long have you known me? Four years? <laughs> Four years nearly to the day, right? And we've been dating for six months, Alicia and I. She knows more about my food habits than you do, believe it or not. Yeah, I have me, no, no doubt me about it. is like fifth on the list of things that I love. There are so many other foods that I would be sad about if she had without me. Barn me, it is non-consequential to me. But you don't pull a joke like that that says, oh, she wouldn't talk to you anyway because she doesn't like you. Well, I said that because I didn't want you to message her. That's the last thing I need. Well, I don't need two of you. I don't need my work wife and my girlfriend both at me on the show. This is my special time away from her. I wasn't even at right? you. Right? It's my special time. That's all right. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, you hurt my feelings. I don't care. Also, speaking of cheating and um, food cheating, rather, someone sent me an article just now, right, saying one in ten adults thinks their partner eating McDonald's without them is as bad as cheating. Oh, yeah. So uh, what you, it's, they, this is a common thing. All right, so if Alicia went and got Maccas. She could go and have Maccas. I don't... I don't. Oh, like, baby, you can do anything. Come on, baby, girl, you, you know my world. you can eat something. I don't care. Yeah. Do we want? The minute I say to her she can't, she can't like, eat something or do something, I mean, what kind of person does that? Do what you want. If you want to go and eat food, just send me a picture of it. It's hot. Don't, 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 don't want to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. Do you remember when Hamish and Andy had their show... Um, on the Hit Network when they were doing the drive time the show. Yeah. And do you remember Cackling Jack? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jack Post, uh, great. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. A big fan of Jack's. And he's doing great guns as well. Um, he's in Melbourne doing like Metro Radio with Christian O'Connell, who's a huge hero of mine. Um, and Pat's as well. They're doing a great show. But he, he's still doing a lot with the boys. And um, he has his own podcast, which I've, um, I've been listening to a little bit. And. Um, what he does is he, he makes his own music. And this is something that I've only seen a little bit of. But he put something on his Instagram story saying he was looking for male singers. They didn't even need to be very good just to record a couple of lines because he was going to mesh them all together like a chorus. Male singers. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'm, I, I looked at the story. And you know when it says 23 hours ago, I thought, oh, it's been a whole day. He's probably had a load of people say, I want to do this. I, I thought I sent him a message. I've never talked to him before in my life. He probably won't even see it. And he messages back and he goes, Bodge. And I'm like, yeah, he knows me. That's awesome. Or maybe he just picked it. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, like, to, I like to think he's heard of me. It'd be nice. Anyway, he said, do it. And I was like, yes. And then there was a lot of pressure to get it right, obviously. And he did ask for male singers. And that's what I don't get, that you just thought, oh, I'll just put my hand up. I know he's not I, very good. Just, but Do I need to show you what's going on? <laughs> I'm, I am. I, I identify as a male. That's how you no, say no, it no. these days. Singers. Singers. You're not a singer. 
I can and sing. I've heard you try and sing. I can sing. But this is part of the song. So he wanted the, the Get Around the Boys was basically the lyric. I just want you to have a listen. This is his song, and you'll hear how it sounded in the end, right? So you hear that chorus there where it's like, get around the boys. It, it sounds like it's relatively easy to, to record that. You're going to be lumped in with a whole load of other voices. Yeah. So you don't need to really be a, a great singer. Although you can probably hear me like standing out in the crowd there. You, you can probably hear it. It's a, it's a the, the definite voice. In yeah, there. I think there's multiple voices in there, but yeah. I, I, I do recall your recording session. I had heard a rumour that he cut mine out, though. For this? Um, yeah. yeah. When yeah. you were asked to be a part of... Well, no, I didn't. No, I wasn't asked. I, I basically begged him. No, well, when he gave you the script and what you had to say, yeah. I sat here and had to to listen to you. Well, you were, you recorded it for me because he wanted minutes. he wanted video of it just to put a collage together, I guess. And um, the outtakes. There was seven <laughs> minutes of outtakes. Have a go of this. Get around him, boys. 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 Get them round in boys. Get them round in boys. <laughs> it's like in my mind, COVID, it's like in my mind I know how to do it. You, and then I, doing it. I don't know how to do it. Get around in boys. I'll just f- edit it. That's what I'll do. I can do that bit by itself. I can't do it with the bit beforehand. I'll edit it. He won't know. Get around in boys. Get around in boys. Get around in boys. I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> I'm going to do that like four times though. What? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you did it more than four times. I sat there and you know what? I felt like a little choir conductor with you because it was the get around him, boys. It was like. And you could never get up. You even did yeah. like testy pops through like, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, my voice was breaking. It was like being 12 again. And um, it, yeah, that's a story for another day because I did go for a solo um, when I was in choir at school and then my voice broke and whatever else. But the the interesting thing is, is that um, you were actually quite good at directing me. You could be a conductor if you wanted to. Yeah, I, because I you was, kept going downwards and flaked boys. I've done a lot of voice boys. work before. I've done a lot of voice work before and I've had to tell uh, clients and talent and whoever else comes in to record commercials, this is how you need to do it. Pretty simple stuff. I don't harp on them. But I was sitting here going, why can't I do this simple inflection? How come I can't go up? Why do I have to go down? Doesn't make any sense. And we got there in the end, though. I know, and he did do his song. But Sounds did, great. Did you, are you sure that you even made the cut? Are you really sure that you're even in there? Because I can't hear your significant sound. I'll get confirmation on that. Because <laughs> I don't I think you so. should have used it. I hope Jack used it. Go, right. Get around him, boys. Can you do it? Can you do a live version? Do it. Get around him, boys. There you go. Oh, that's it. That went up. <laughs> went up a little bit. Well, that's the best you get. Boy. You pay me for the privilege now. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Hoping to be proved wrong this morning, Christy. I do not believe that cats nor dogs can understand anything humans say and if they can that just makes it even worse when cats like 
don't answer you. Oh, I know. I know you don't believe it, Bodge, but it has been proven. Research has been done. Mm. that Apparently, they can understand us. It's just us that don't understand them. So they do understand our vocabulary, our words that we're putting down. So researchers in Budapest uh, have proven that cats, in fact, can learn other languages. So they're bilingual. Yeah. They can talk more things than just meow. I, I, I don't buy it, mate. Well, I do not buy it. I knew you wouldn't believe it. That's why I got an expert on. So, Christina, you're the CEO of the Cat Protection Society. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning. How true is it? Tell Bodge. It's true. It's true. Cats can understand a lot more than we give them credit for. Um, and they can learn lots of things, whether they choose to or not. That's very much up to them. Yeah. Uh, but we, we did have a cat in our shelter. He has a home now. Um, his name was Beasley. And we have one of our feline attending staff is bilingual French and English. And she taught Beasley how to high five and sit in French and English. <laughs> right. And it wasn't anything to do with like hand gestures or anything like that. No, no, they can actually, they, they can understand words um, and most people know that their pet recognises their own name. Yeah. So it's really good to only use their name positively and if your pet's doing something you don't want them to do, instead use the word no rather than their name. If cats can understand us though, doesn't that make them even bigger asses? because they're so <laughs> selfish... I love them. Don't get me wrong. I think cats, I think if anything, if someone said to me, uh, Bodge, what do you reckon humans evolved from? I wouldn't say chimps. I wouldn't say little, I wouldn't say little monkey fellas. I'd say probably cats. cats. They're selfish. They take love when they want it, and then they bugger off, and they mm-hmm. do whatever they want to do, and they come back when they want food. I think you're a little bit harsh there. <laughs> do we ultimately associate that with like what Bodge is saying is that Maybe it's just down to that they hear those words over and over again and associate with it an activity. Well, I mean, it's the way we learn language as well as babies. You know, you're not born understanding a language. You learn it through hearing it and having it associated with certain things. That's that's true. And I think it's also um, good for us to be learning from them because that fine-tunes our communication skills. So Mm. with cats, a lot of their language is actually body language. When you watch them and learn from them, it makes you uh, much more sensitive to these very small communication signals. And then when you're dealing with people, you're actually more sensitive in how you're reading them as well. It's sad, though, that we can't understand them. And I know that you work in a cat shelter and I know that this is not your forte, but we want to test how well you do understand your cats. And we've got some audio of a cat speaking right now. We want you to determine whether or not you know what they're saying. <laughs> oh, um, I'm up for it. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so this Here is the cat go. audio. Here we go. That sounds like distress. Really? (laughs) I hear that all the time out front on my driveway. It's not a happy sound. And um, in fact, cat fights are quite interesting because they can spend up to half an hour making all sorts of noises and walking around each other without putting a paw on the other cat. So that one might have been um, like so a distress because it's under, you know, 
you know, it's about to be attacked or something, yeah. maybe, or it's, or it's yeah, getting pressured. It's, you know, it could be the warning signal. Um, it's very hard to tell with exhaust audio, yeah. but, but it's, it's not a happy sound for sure. So, mm. Christina, I think you nailed on the head, though, that that cat seemed a bit distressed because um, my co-host, Bodge, is a bit distressed at the moment, not feeling the best. That's why um, he really understood that cat. Well, um, I see him all the time. Yeah. All, all the time on my driveway, no, like I say. Just own up to it. Just own up to it, Bodge. I lost the audio we were meant to play her, so I just I <laughs> so copied it. <laughs> Bodge was the cat. It's exactly like it, though. I think you should see a vet. You want an encore? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know what it's saying. I'm glad, though, we don't understand what cats and dogs are saying to us, and I, I do hope that they understand us as much as you're saying, Christina. But thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and do you know what, Christy? I don't think it matters whether they do or they don't understand us. As long as you're being kind to them and they're part of your family, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, you're going to treat them well. They're going to love us forever, of no course. matter how they talk. <laughs> if you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.